Welcome to Bloody Podcast. I am your host, Maria Felix, with Laurie Roddenkamp, and our resident guest, Cash Abdumalik. Say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hello. <laughs> We're going to jump right into part three of Ghislaine Maxwell. Boo. Boo. Uh, so I just sent uh, Cash and Laurie uh, a series of texts that <laughs> have pictures of Ghislaine from 1999 that were a promotional photo shoot for her, like for her and she was wearing uh an American flag bikini wearing it poorly yeah it's an, an it's an interesting look she's wearing an uh American flag bikini and a trench coat and they are she reportedly she brought the bikini to the promo shoot herself and suggested that she wear it oh I for sure, I believe that, for sure, <laughs> believe that. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no like promotional person who has any sense of fashion or anything is just like, hey, you know what? Put on this like you know flag bikini. Yeah, this is gonna make it. Also, yeah, and these tacky ass shoes, lame ass shoes. Also, you know for sure that she's one of those women who's like, I don't like my arms because <laughs> she's like. Kind of masking her arms in almost every photo, especially the one where she has like a trench coat on. Yeah. Ugh. In the main one, yeah, she's like, oh, somebody get me something for my arms. She looks like a real piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, these photos really do not help. And her hair is super weird in one of them. I guess they were teasing, they tried teasing it up and they were like, no, she looks fucking even more nuts. And she looks like a lost dog. Yeah. <laughs> And she looks like a little Yorkie in her lap. It's weird. She looks like she just, today was the day that she goes, you know what? I'm going to start becoming addicted to meth. Today's the day. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in so many stores and this is just the lady who's in front of you who you're just like, can you fucking hurry up? Oh, oh my God, you bitch. She, she has like only coupons and then she gets frustrated because it doesn't cover everything. So she takes out her coin purse and just mm-hmm. yeah. pours it on the counter. Or she's... Starts picking and choosing items. Yes. <laughs> to pull out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope she listens to this. We don't care for you. Or she's one of those women who, like, has their headphones in, has the headphones on the entire time. And when the clerk asks or something, she has to, like, make a big show of going, like, what? Like, you know that yeah. you're supposed to talk to this person. Take your goddamn headphones off. Exactly. Yeah. yeah she's that bitch. At this particular uh, photo shoot, it says that she was showing off and talking about a like a party she had just had where she said that there were minors and she said that she put dildos at all the place settings. Ew. <laughs> Did she brag about this too? To the people at the photo shoot. Can you imagine being Ugh. the hairstylist and the makeup artist and just being like, oh, she's like, how was your weekend? And she's, just, she's like, oh, wonderful. I raped a bunch of little girls. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. That sounds crazy. It was glamorous. It was in Palm Beach. Oh, that's a nice place. I've been there before. Mm-hmm. Donald mm-hmm. Trump was there. Oh, he's a big name. Raping little girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Prince Andrew was there, too. I'm, oh. I've heard of him. I've seen pictures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was he doing? He was raping little girls. <laughs> And they all had little party favors. Oh, that's nice. What kind of party favors? Dildos. Wow. Huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel like but it was fabulous. It was fat. It was oh, absolutely it fabulous. Sounds fabulous. I feel like she's sort of like that avant-garde uh, style where she like said things, but she was like, "But it was tastefully done." And then you're like, yes. you're like driving home, and you're like. I think she was raping little girls like it doesn't make <laughs> yeah uh, she would be like there was a bunch of the like, young girls there yeah. you know party girls you Not know might have you know the, below the, the age but it was tasteful it was tasteful and you're like oh that seems weird and then like just like you're getting like carl's <laughs> jr and you're like that she was raping little girl oh yeah i'll take a receipt thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the end of Usual Suspects in your car. Yeah, <laughs> like holy shit, holy shit. Ah. Meanwhile, she's just taking all your cigarettes, <laughs> fucking bitch. <laughs> I would hate to see somebody do that to you. 
Oh my god. Mm-mm. 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 It's a twelve dollar pack. That's yeah. crazy. Good run. Your life is worth twelve dollars. <laughs> and we'll trade it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's ninety nine. We she's she's at the height of it. She's having so much fun raping little girls. Oh, wow. Who wouldn't? Yeah. And and t- oh my god, <laughs> stupid! <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> then yeah. uh, she was featured in the New York Post in two thousand, and she was featured in a lot of gossip columns a lot. You know, when she was younger and in this time range in two thousand. But I'm not going to track them all down. But anyway, this one I thought was notable because the New York Post wrote about her and Epstein as if they were still dating. And this was in 2000. Mm. Um, The headline was about Ghislaine rising back to the top. Um, And it featured what was supposedly the first time she was publicly photographed with her good friend, Prince Andrew, at the, like, since her family had been disgraced. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was at the Ralph Lauren New York Fashion Week show, which tracks, tracks. Ralph Lauren is a is is it Ralph Lauren's or it's Tommy Hilfiger, who's Ralph a racist Lauren, asshole. Ralph Lauren is also they actually both of them have been quoted as saying very <laughs> racist things. Oh my god! Because uh, Ralph Lauren, uh, there was a gang in New York called the Low Lives, and they stole right. a lot of polo gear. Oh yes, yeah. and he said something. And he against- said he called them apes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and Tommy Hilfiger uh, said something very similar about people wearing I think Tommy Hilfiger said something along the lines like, if I knew that black people, but he didn't use the term black people, would be wearing my brand, I would have never made it. I think it. he exactly. said urban. Urban yeah, people? Yeah, he was like yeah. something like, I didn't mean for it to be so urban or something. It was like, <laughs> all right. That's yeah. a, that's uh, crazy. crazy. Great. Thanks. Uh, Thanks, guys. Also in 2000... On one of her many excursions to find prey for herself in Epstein, Maxwell went to Mar-a-Lago, where she met 17-year-old, or sorry, 15-year-old Virginia Roberts. Jesus. Virginia had been living with her father in Florida, who she had reunited with one year earlier. Virginia had come from a very troubled life. She had been molested at the age of seven by a family friend and at some point had decided to run away from home. That led to foster homes, and she was on the streets by the age of 13. She was sexually abused by a 65-year-old sex trafficker who she lived with for six months. He, I don't know where exactly the timeline lines up. I'm I'm pretty sure she was long gone, but he was later arrested for running a sex trafficking ring under the guise of a modeling agency. So then Virginia returned to live with her father at the age of 14. Her dad worked as an engineer at the Mar-a-Lago and got her a job there as a locker room attendant. In the summer of 2007, Virginia was reading a book on massage therapy while at work when Ghislaine strolled through the door. Ghislaine chatted her up and told her she knew of a gig where she could be a traveling masseuse without any experience. And she then invited her to Epstein's house. In the documentary Filthy Rich, Virginia said that she arrived at Epstein's Palm Beach mansion and was escorted inside by Ghislaine. Almost immediately, she was presented with a naked Epstein on a massage table. Ew. Yeah. At which point Maxwell instructed her on how to give him a massage. Epstein then proceeded to touch himself while both Virginia and Maxwell were in the room. They then paid her, and they told her that he'd call her back in a couple of days. They did, and they also promised Virginia they'd send her to massage therapy training. They said things like they'd take her to places she'd never thought of going. They'd buy her the nicest things, and she would meet very important people. At the time, considering her background, Virginia felt that she didn't have a lot of prospects in her life, and so she went with it. Also in 2000, 
Epstein bought Maxwell a 7,000 square foot townhouse 10 blocks down from his own Manhattan mansion. How big? 7,000 square feet. God damn. In New York. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of square feet. Fucking hell. I don't know if you guys got that. Yes, it is, Lori. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's big. In New York. So you guys get that too. Yeah. <laughs> I think the I think Central Park is seven thousand square feet. That, that's how unfamiliar New Yorkers are with square footage. <laughs> In two thousand and one, the three of them traveled to London, where Ghislaine introduced her to Prince Andrew at the nightclub Trap. Oh yes, hello. Um. <laughs> Delightfully trapped. On their way back to Ghislaine's apartment, Prince Andrew joined them, and she told her, and Ghislaine then told Virginia to, she said, he's coming back to the house, and I want you to do for him what you do for Epstein. The picture circling around now of Prince Andrew with his arm around Virginia Roberts is actually taken in Ghislaine's London apartment. Robert said that the specific abuse from Prince Andrew happened two more times, once in New York and again on the private island. Jeez. She also accused Ghislaine of sexual abuse and said both of them encouraged Virginia to bring other girls for them and that they too would be paid. So she, she gets them right to it then. Like she's not, she's not trying to mince words or this isn't a long con where she's trying to like groom them she's like immediately like hey you can make some money and then here you go jerk them off let's get to it yeah it's kind of i think she did it depends on the on the girl because then other girls they like virginia was groomed at the same time as she was abused and then other girls were groomed a little bit by taking being taken shopping and to the movies and like, you know, just being shown what it's like to hang out with like a cool adult. Right. That oh, kind of man. thing. Yeah. I think it also has to do with like background and stuff. They were like, she's out. She's got nothing. We can go straight to it. She'll be, she'll keep coming back. Yeah. yeah. These guys were like at the, the height of their like predatory, Ugh. whatever. Not cool. Uh, so in her statement in the defamation suit, which we'll get into later, Virginia said, quote, Ghislaine Maxwell is the one who abused me on a regular basis. She is the one that procured me, told me what to do, trained me as a sex slave, abused me physically, abused me mentally. She's the one who I believe in my heart of hearts deserves to come forward and have justice happen to her more than anybody. Being a woman, it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And you know she's played a lot of head games with them, like Heather, Heather's type of shit. Exactly. Oh, yeah. But, you know, way worse. Ugh, disgusting. Virginia continued to work for them until 2002 when they approached her and told her that they wanted her to have a baby for them. Mm, come on. Oh. Yeah. So God knows what they were planning to do with that baby. Virginia was terrified, but she thought to ask about her training first. She agreed to have the baby, but she said if she could go study and get her certificate in massage therapy beforehand, as they had promised her. A week later, Maxwell handed her a plane ticket to Thailand and told her that she would get her certificate at the International Training School in Chiang Mai, and that before she got back, she was also to meet up with a Thai girl that was there who she was to bring back for Epstein. So it's, it really is an international sex ring. Yeah. There's like no, no chance of any decency here either. It's just like, can you just help me do this thing? Sure. But you're also going to have to do this fucking thing. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. how they, you know, it's they crazy keep you in the circle, you know. Yeah. But Absolutely. Also, it's like, what percentage of people who go to massage therapists or people who are massage therapists are sexual predators. That's something I would love to find out. Like, wait, what was the what question? percentage of the, of the massage therapy industry is th- sexual predators. Cause I'm right now I would say 80, 20. 
80 sexual 80 percent sexual predators 20 percent just you know college students looking for a dollar so do you mean clientele Both. or the people who give them a massage Both. therapist? I think that I think that they're. But most of the time, the like, or a lot of the time, the like people who are forced to like perform sexual acts during massage are being trafficked too. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. that that there are a lot of like houses and parlors that have these women who are, are trafficked in, and then they live in the basement on the premises and then they have to do these fucked up things just to kind of like survive. Just to survive. It's kind of, you can't really really, equate it that easy. This is really changing my opinion on a lot of the porn I watch because a lot of the porn I watch is like, (laughs) is like massage 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 therapists will do the thing and it'll be like, you will do this and you will like this. So it's like, it's more like the massage therapist is in control, but then nobody, nobody. Oh yeah, no. Nah, no. It's normally the sweaty, short, white man on the table. Uh, yeah. In control. Well, I'm just going to... Don't even get us started about the whole pizza delivery scenario. It's really fucked up. I yeah. Those guys. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back to stepson and mother having sex with each other. That's... <laughs> there, there we go. Nobody gets hurt in that scenario. Yeah, everything's fine. The father's off somewhere just like, God, I hope everything's fine at home. <laughs> so... Virginia flew to Thailand, started attending school, and met her now husband, Robert Jeffrey. When she met him, she called Epstein and said that she wasn't coming back. And she married Robert and moved to Australia to start a new life. Good. Yeah. In 2003, Epstein was profiled in Vanity Fair and described Maxwell as his best friend. That was 03. That'll be important later. Around this time, Maxwell started dating a mega millionaire by the name of Ted Wyatt. Or maybe Wyatt. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> oh, is he rich? It's Wyatt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Wyatt. People always say it in the most like stupid way possible. It's Wyatt. Yeah. Hey, Ted. It's, it's Tad. Fuck. Oh, oh, my God. God. Uh, this is one woman who, I swear to God, her name was Ginger. G-I-N-G-E-R. And uh, the woman said, oh, my name is Hin Hair. And I was like, no. Mm, no. No. It's not, not, not Hin Hair. You're not. Hin Hair. Was her friend Hilaria there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Alec Baldwin ran in and called me a fat bitch. And uh <laughs> hey, fat bitch. Sorry, I couldn't do his voice. So friends of Ghislaine said that Epstein felt threatened by the relationship and ended up convincing her to return to quote work for him in two thousand and four. In 2006, Epstein's first criminal case was underway. Uh Uh-oh. He was accused by an unnamed minor of sexually assaulting her at his Palm Beach home. Multiple girls came out to name Epstein as their abuser at the same time. Wow. Days before, this this is a little fun, a little fun, terrible thing. Days before his house would be raided, he was pictured with Maxwell and Harvey Weinstein at the 18th birthday party of Princess Beatrice. All good oh. folks. Did you hear the latest <laughs> thing about Harvey Weinstein is now he's trying to gain sympathy because he says that he's going blind and his teeth are falling out? And I'm just like, you do realize that every <laughs> single time you say something like this, we all like just ejaculate in our pants. Like we're all just super excited. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's also also not true. Like I, every time I see a picture of him in this with his stupid cane all stooped yeah. over, mm-hmm. like I want to like kick him in the oh. back of the knee, because you know he'll fucking he'll run. You know that fat man oh, still got yeah. it. He's yeah. fucking Just faking it. Just go to the courthouse it. and yell fire and see how quickly he stands up straight and runs out the courtroom. Yeah. It yeah. would be nice to see him fall down an escalator. Oh, but I just... <laughs> you, know, the, like, you know the where it's like sharp and he like hurts himself and oh, he's bleeding yeah. a little bit, but then at the bottom it's like, whoa, whoa, 
Whoa. He just keeps turning over, yeah, like, just, in that meme. Exactly. You just can't get off. You're like, this is a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> so I won't go into too much detail about the first criminal case against Epstein. You can read all about it. Um, so here's the gist of it. From 2006 to 2007, a police investigation uh, of Epstein takes place in Florida. But things take a left turn when the case got into the hands of the prosecutors. So much so that the police chief turned over his evidence to the FBI. So he was like, all right, you guys are too corrupt. I'm going to, I, the police chief <laughs> of Miami, Florida, oh. I'm going to turn my evidence over to the FBI. And if I know anything from any yeah. police-based crime drama, they the FBI is... They're not fans of the FBI, you know, Mm -mm. so this must be a big deal. Yeah. The FBI then began an investigation that involved victims from New York, New Mexico, and Florida. In 2007, Miami U.S. attorney Alexander Acosta entered a plea agreement for the Epstein case. The plea agreement included what was known as a non-prosecution agreement, which meant that anybody else that was named in the court proceedings could not be prosecuted. Okay. So, like, if Clinton was named, if Trump was named, whoever, Dershowitz, these are just people we're putting out there. We're not saying anything. Um, they couldn't be prosecuted if That's evidence bullshit. was found against them. It was fucking bullshit. Yeah. The bullshit rule. <laughs> it's so fucked up, man. It's so fucked up. They also agreed to not let the victims know about the plea agreement before entering it, which is illegal. What? Because the victims should be allowed to pro- to um to fight the plea agreement. Yeah, also doesn't a victim have a right to uh like was it I forgot what the term is, but it's like they have a right to see their accuser or to name their accuser. Exactly. Um, yeah, to, to face, face him. Yeah, to face their accuser, or to face their, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't happen. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, and I don't think I wrote it. I oh, go I was ahead. Just gonna say the one thing I saw of that guy who did who did all that stuff is he's such a smarmy fucking asshole. He's just like, look, this is the best. This is the best thing we could have done. This is the best thing we could. And I was like, yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? Ugh. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say is that like it became a big deal later for those of you who don't know, because he was on he was a part of the Trump administration. He was the United States Secretary of Labor from 2017 to 2019 mm-hmm. when he was uh, sworn in, when they questioned him, like before swearing him in. Mm-hmm. What somebody did mention the Epstein stuff and they were like, OK, well, we just like he was like, well, I just he, he's like, I just did what was best at the time, just like that. And that same congressman was just like, okay, well, I guess we're just going to need more evidence like about the Epstein thing. And then he was sworn in, so it didn't really matter. He just buried it after a he while. He just buried it. He kind of buried it, but then it got back up because he entered this like illegal plea, plea agreement. And this is why he ended up resigning from the Trump administration. Because he was told, he said that he was told that Epstein was like what would he, what was the exact words that Epstein was like above him or he's like oh he was like Epstein I was told like Epstein was federal so to like leave him alone something along those lines man when they want to protect it they really fucking protect it aren't they yeah and then yep. I remember Trump didn't Trump come out and say that it was terrible that he had to leave and then he was he was a law yeah. who loved mm-hmm. the law or some stupid shit like that. And it was mm-hmm. like, okay, dude. Like, <laughs> law that's man. probably exactly what he said. He's a lawman. He loves the law. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, okay, you fucking idiot. Like, uh, uh. Yeah. So in this criminal case, Epstein is charged with two counts of soliciting prostitution. Only one included a minor as opposed to the multiple victims that had already come forward. He was sentenced to 18 months 
but he gets permission to leave the prison every day. What? Monday through Saturday with a 10 p.m. curfew and his own driver. <laughs> so he goes to work at his office in Palm Beach. Ugh. And that's, and then he just has girl. there's witnesses that say that girls were just coming in and out of there. Not only that, he continued to travel to Manhattan and to the U.S. Virgin Islands basically whenever he wanted to. He just, like, he didn't have any restrictions. Yeah. They he didn't have care. any. Except he had to some, yeah, they don't care. He had to sometimes go back and, like, pretend he slept there. Meanwhile, some dude in fucking the Bronx is trying to just get home in time and makes it there a minute early. And somebody's waiting outside of their house just like, you fucked up. And now you got to go back to jail. Yeah. This is such a fucking... But this, to me, this Epstein shit reminds me so much of when I was a kid and my mom would ground us. And my dad would be like, my mom would be like, no TV for a week. And my dad would be like, well, fuck, now I can't watch TV. Because your mom said no TV for a week and I'm only home when you guys are home. So he would let us watch TV, but then when my mom showed up, we had to we had to pretend like we didn't we were doing our homework and we weren't watching. Yeah, it's just like they don't really want to get. Do you think that the other prisoners? Do you think that the other prisoners were like, "Well, can I go out? (laughs) Can I go to my job?" He'd be like, "Dude, say you need (laughs) me to come with you." He's like, "No." He's like, "Come on, girl, please." please? Yeah, I'm really good at Excel. Yeah, do you need a guy to do like you know? Something. My, my, <laughs> and then he photo, tells him what he to do, and he's like, "No, nah, I'm not, I'm not my sister. Yo, my sister's 33, <laughs> but she looks 17, and she's a whore. So let's do it. Come on, Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, Jesus, wow. Lori. <laughs> yeah, in jail. They're not Jeez. great. Okay, these aren't great people. <laughs> but they've been locked up. They've been locked up wrongly. No, you just said so. Not this guy. This okay. guy. The guy I'm portraying was supposed to be in jail. Okay. Okay. Well, Epstein was out five months later. If you can even call it out, he was never really in. And that was it. That was it for his first criminal case, kind of. That's fun. Oh, my God. Yeah. So this 2006-2008 timeline is also around the time that Ghislaine says in the Virginia Roberts indictment that she stopped speaking to Epstein altogether. She said that somewhere around 2005, 2006 had been the last time that her and Epstein had talked. Hmm. Wow. Virginia says, Virginia, yeah, so she's lying. (laughs) Virginia uh, said that in 2007, she received three calls in rapid succession, which is, I think, extra weird because I think they also tracked her down. It wasn't like she gave them her number and was like, Here is, here's where I'm at in Australia. You know, I'm pretty sure that wasn't her plan. But mm-hmm. the first call was from Epstein. <clears throat> the second call was from Maxwell. And the third call was from a person who said that they were an FBI agent who said that she was named in an investigation about Epstein. Well, Epstein and Maxwell had also asked her if she had like recently talked to anybody mm-hmm. about their past. So that was notably weird. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Then in 2008, victims of the Florida cases filed a Crimes Victims Rights Acts lawsuit against the United States for the atrocious and illegal way that the criminal case was handled and how they weren't, like, how the guy was cleared of criminal charges. Mm Mm-hmm. That one dragged on until 2015. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's, like, it's just like overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, I remember he, like the first time I realized that the, like, the, deck, like, the deck was stacked up against me at times. And it'd be like, oh, that's fucking Jesus, man. And then you stop and you look at it again and you're like, oh, my God, it's everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's everything. Holy shit. In 2009, Virginia, Maria Farmer, and dozens of women filed civil lawsuits against Epstein for sexual abuse against them when they were minors. Almost all of them were settled for undisclosed sums paid by Epstein to them out of court. Damn. It was in this suit that Virginia revealed Maxwell had taken explicit photos of her, too. Also in 2009... 
Maxwell was subpoenaed in Virginia's case. She was, she was served in New York while leaving a session of the Clinton Global Initiative. Mm. It's really funny. <laughs> they finally tracked her down, and it was at a very oh public event. Awesome. <laughs> Later, she had a representative write to Virginia's lawyers saying that she had returned to the UK to take care of her sick mother and had no plans to return to the US. Months after that, she was spotted back in New York at Chelsea Clinton's wedding. Oh no! <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. For the most part, Maxwell stopped appearing publicly with Epstein after his arrest, but she remained pretty unscathed in her own social circles. She continued going to events, and she even did a TED Talk. What? Yeah. she was Well, she was at TED events. I'm not sure if she did a whole TED Talk. I shouldn't say that. I can't imagine... I I just don't see her as a magnanimous I, person. I mean, maybe in like short circles, but to a crowd, I don't, I don't see it. Maybe. I don't know. She was talking with a, like three or four people at a party, and I was there. I'd walk away, look for the cake. So boring. She's probably so. All she does is talk yeah. about herself. You know, she's like, "Did you know that I'm a submarine operator?" <laughs> say, oh yeah. Oh wow. She, yeah, I'm also a helicopter pilot. Cool. And guess what else I do? What. I ripped uh, little girls. I'm going to go look at that cake well, I heard about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear it's leches. I think we should try it. Where is it? See, this is my ultimate fear because I am so uncomfortable with like awkward situations in social settings that I just end up like taking any whoever I'm talking to their side. So if they're like, oh, I raped little girls, I'd be like, well, that sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, that sounds like a good time. But it sounds- <laughs> Again. <laughs> this is how this is this is why there's so many waspy people entangled into this mess because all y'all are like <laughs> to can't fucking just be like that's weird that's a bad thing i was, ta- I was talking <laughs> it's a bad to a co-worker thing. which by the way i work at a high school so just when i say co-worker infer with that what you will i was t- talking to a co-worker who was saying that they we were talking and then all of a sudden he just drops that he doesn't uh, want to get the vaccine because he feels like the vaccine is just a way for them to microchip you and i was like well the jury's still out and then i was like why did i say like i was walking in my car and i was like the jury's still out like stick up for yourself be like be, be like no you should get it and, but my response was well the jury's still out oh <laughs> what if that was your response for everything she's like i raped little girls i raped little well, girls the jury's, jury's still, out. still out well i mean for yeah. maxwell it is that's true the oh. jury has not come back so you know it works in that instance pow oh. in 2012 maxwell opened her non-profit terra mar project that she said was to to build a global community, to give a voice to the least explored, most ignored part of our planet, the high seas. <laughs> so some shit for the ocean, That's supposedly. A rich person, way, like idea, what is what <laughs> is needed? Yeah, you know she did like a, yeah. a stupid salute. Yeah, when we're, she's a, we're a little fucking <laughs> stupid. The white hat. Oh, yeah, she had this captain's hat. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Her co-founder was Richard Branson. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought she was talking about high C. It's just delicious. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. She would never be a fan of anything good. Then, in 2014, Virginia Roberts filed a motion in the Southern District of Florida that described Maxwell as Epstein's primary co-conspirator and participant in his sexual abuse and sex trafficking scheme. And now... Maxwell, in return, issued a statement calling Virginia a liar, which (laughs) then Virginia used to sue Maxwell for defamation. And this defamation is the indictment that we're pulling a lot of the info from. Wow. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. She was not going to back down anymore. 
2015, Virginia added her statements against Epstein, Maxwell, Prince Andrew, and Alan Dershowitz to the, uh, the Criminal Victims Act, Rights Act court case. But a federal judge ruled she couldn't join the Federal Crimes Act and, that her, and her testimony was stricken from the record. Hmm. He wrote that, quote, the factual details regarding with whom and where the Jane Doe's engaged in sexual activities are immaterial and impertinent to this central claim. So he's saying that the facts regarding who and where they were raped does not have anything to do with the of central claim. Of, yeah, of the, of the, uh, the, uh, the lawsuit against the plea agreement that was struck about being raped. Wow. I mean, that's boss. It's crazy. That's boss. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's crazy. Court records that we have now, particularly this indictment, reveal that it is likely that Epstein paid off somebody close to Roberts to testify against her character, which worked to discredit her. Yeah, it was probably like a cousin that, so that she like, never saw. It was like, cousin Mary, yeah, where are you? Why are you here? You know exactly why I'm here. From that barbecue last year. I haven't seen you in 23 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I made yeah. fun of your clogs. She, <laughs> if, if this is anything like my family, we, they're just like people waiting in the wings to like slander your character. Because of that one time that you brought Best mm-hmm. Foods yeah. mayo instead of Miracle Whip to a barbecue. So. Ugh, I absolutely have a cousin that I would be like, yeah, she stole my CDs. <laughs> so, she's a terrible person if, they, if I was called to testify <laughs> against her. <laughs> so there's a few, there's a number of things that uh, are like, Revealed, or if you want to get technical about it, insinuated with this indictment, it's over 460 pages, and I read half of it. I couldn't read all of it. A lot of it, a lot of it is just the the lawyers arguing, oh, yeah. um, like back and forth. Like he'll ask a question, like, "Do you remember the first? <laughs> do you remember the first time that you brought over an 18 year old, uh, somebody under the age of 18, at Epstein's house?" And the and the other lawyer is like, I object. I object. And then he's like, Well, I asked. I, he's like, I'm going to ask again. And it just goes back and forth for so many pages of them. It's just like arguing about the technicalities about what she'll answer and not. It's really ridiculous. Those lawyers are just like, dude, I made so much money. Oh yeah. yeah. Anytime the word like sex was was mentioned, object. Yeah. House object. Yeah. <laughs> they just high five each other. We did it. We lawyered the yeah. shit out of that courtroom. So in the indictment, she says that she did a couple of like random tasks for him as late as 2008 or 2009. It's also revealed through questioning that she threatened the life of staff to not ever go to the police. She said that she never met Virginia at Epstein's place like the first time because she supposedly spent the whole time chatting with Virginia's mom who had chopped her off. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> so stupid. It's also revealed that Wexner, and this name is redacted, but if you do the research, you'll see that it's Wexner once you, like, once you spend, what has it been, a month? at least on this. <laughs> so huh. you do you do the research. You'll you know that it's Wexner who once bought Epstein a set I actually I don't even think you need to do the research. I think it's in Filthy Rich. Anyway, to not to delay it any longer, he bought him a set of French twelve year old twins oh. for his birthday. What? He imported them, I think it was to Florida, and then he flew them back the next day. Wait, fraternal or identical? Oh. Oh. I don't know. Why that? Oh, sorry. I always have to ask that when it comes to twins. Because <laughs> you're a twin, twin. so I need twin. to know. Because I need to know if I should yeah. care. Because if it's identical, I don't give a shit. But if it's a fraternal, then I'm gonna be like, same z's, same z's. 
Yeah. Meanwhile, anyone else would just say what you're supposed to say. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the jury's still out. (laughs) There's also a series of emails that are presented in the indictment. One of them, Ghislaine emails uh, Epstein to clear a statement that she's about to release to the press accusing Virginia of grand theft in Australia all the way back in 2011. It also accuses the same email, like, uh, sorry, another email also accuses Virginia of having to flee Australia to the United States over the grand theft charges. Uh, it also has email exchanges showing that they were happy to offer bribes to Virginia's friends and family to continue to try to discredit her. They acknowledge the orgy that Virginia talks about in one of her statements that happened at the U.S. Virgin Islands with Prince Andrew. And the more emails between her and Epstein and a redacted person who I think is either a rep for the royal family or maybe Dershowitz, who is is advising on the technicalities of consent in Florida, like the law, the technicalities of the law, which, by the way, states that anyone from the age of 24 to 18 years old who has sex with a 15-year-old is not considered criminal. What? You could be over, if you're over 24, it is criminal, but not under. Wow. Jesus. Florida. Florida's gross, man. Still Florida. <laughs> Florida's still Florida. I mean, that should be that should be on the flag at this point. Florida. Yeah. It's still Florida, guys. Keep that, keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. Can I do this Florida. here? It's Florida. Shh, 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 yeah, shh, absolutely. Shh, it's Florida. <laughs> in emails from 2015, she asked for someone with the name redacted who some pages have published as the as the name Shelley, but I think it's made up. I'm not sure. She asked Epstein, can Shelley um, come out and say that she was your girlfriend at the time? I believe she was your girlfriend from 99 to like 2002, to which Epstein replies like, I have no problem with that which insinuates that she was trying to distance herself because the news was right now publishing that she was his girlfriend during that time, which is the Virginia Roberts arc. Oh, okay. Then there's also an email from Epstein that reads, you have done nothing wrong, and I would urge you to start acting like it. Go outside, head high, not as an escaping convict. Go to parties, deal with it. There's a lot of typos. Deal with Ort. <laughs> Deal with Ort. <laughs> then you just find out that she had killed somebody named Ort. And I was like, ah. Damn it. <laughs> I didn't see murder, Ort. Come Jeez, on. Crossed. <laughs> Rain. Uh. Is it's also revealed that it was also revealed later on that up until at least 2017, Epstein was paying all her legal fees. At the time of this deposition, she had just sold, sold her New York home and shuttered her nonprofit, Terra Mar. Terra Mar. Yeah. She didn't go down with her ship. Oh. <laughs> oh, this was, this was the stupidest part of the deposition. There's a, a question where the lawyer asks her, like, is there anywhere else besides the United States that you are a member of? And... She's like, yes, I'm a member of uh, France and uh, you know uh, the UK, and also I'm a member of Terra Mar. Bitch, yeah. <laughs> put on the hat, and and the <laughs> put on those stupid ass pleated white shorts that are cuffed. Oh you my god, dumb bitch! <laughs> that reminds me of uh, I. I had I auditioned for uh, Second City for this uh, boat cruise, and when you auditioned, you you had to prove that you had improv experience from another theater. So you had to show that, like, oh, I graduated from like another theater's right. improv. 
And so they went down the line and they were like, to people who hadn't shown proof yet. And this, they go, well, they go into this one woman, they go, we don't have proof. And she, they go, have you, do you have improv experience? And she goes, yeah. And they're like, okay, from what theater? And she goes, oh, I've never been to another improv theater. And they're like, well, you need to have improv experience from the theater. And she goes, improv is life. That's where I get my experience from. <laughs> she's not well, wrong. And then she saluted. She's not wrong. Yeah. She's not right. And that woman was Ghislaine <laughs> Maxwell, put- guys. That's how I met Ghislaine. Ma- and then I was like, you know, that sounds right, Ghislaine. What other things do you like to do? Yeah. Then she flapped her trench coat and flew off. <laughs> I'll tell you where I did improv. Terra Mar. <laughs> I'm on the house team uh, at Terra Mar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I should not have taken a big sip of water. Before. Oh, I have it all over my shirt. Oh, funny stuff, guys. So Maxwell settled with Roberts for an undisclosed amount in the millions for this defamation suit. So Maxwell lost hard. Good. After selling her house, she spent some time at Manchester by the Sea. Isn't that a movie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> with that like rapey guy. That's- uh, yeah, Casey Affleck. Yeah. That's what that movie's based off of, is Ghislaine Maxwell <laughs> taking some time after losing her deposition. <laughs> It is said that there she lived in a $3 million five-bedroom colonial home uh, that belonged to Scott Borgerson, a data analyst. Maxwell yeah. and Borgerson are said to have originally met in 2013. He went by Scoat, though. He was Scoat Borgerson. <laughs> <laughs> Scoat Borgerson. Yeah. Then, by 2016, her lawyers were claiming that Ghislaine was lost in London and no one could get a hold of her. She stopped attending her social events for the most part. Also in 2016, Epstein, don't forget about him, Mm -hmm. he purchased Great St. James, another island bigger than his last one, for $18 and was actively building on it up until his arrest. From 2016 to 2019, she would be spotted here and there, and there were rumors that she was everywhere from France to Russia to Israel, and there was one Vanity Fair article that, like, supposedly she was spotted on a flight from Miami to New York, so she was also traveling the States. So, yeah, she was staying pretty much under the radar. And she's then, in coach. She's not in coach. <laughs> she was not in coach in the Vanity Fair article. She she's was in the coach? second row. <laughs> Is that a good brand? Oh, she was wearing coach? Was wearing- I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be like wearing Target for her. Yeah. <laughs> if she thinks the Hilton is cheap, then yeah, Coach is not. <laughs> I don't know. It's tough. <laughs> well, I love. I mean, Maria is the that has the highest fashion of the two of us. So, I'm just. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, the most expensive thing I own is Coach. So. Yeah. <laughs> Then in 2019, Epstein was arrested. So then Ghislaine was, became practically even more invisible. Lawsuits were piling up against her over here in the States as Epstein's madam. That's only here. Because in June of 2019, she was spotted as a participant in the hoity-toity cash and rocket rally, which I, have ne- I didn't know this was even a thing that people did. This is ridiculous. So. This rock, cash and rocket rally yes. is an annual charity road rally in which 80 women, including Paris Hilton, uh, Topshop heiress Chloe Green, I don't fucking, I don't know who that is, and this year, Ghislaine Maxwell, drive 1,500 miles over four days in a caravan of red Ferraris, Alfa Romeos, and Bentleys mm-hmm. from London to Paris to Geneva to Monte Carlo. Mm-hmm. In screaming red jumpsuits, Maxwell's co-pilot was Annette Mason, the wife of Pink Floyd drummer Nick Mason. They drove car number 28, a cherry red Alfa Romeo, Mm -hmm. in shifts 
stopping for the rallies, parties, and photo ops along the way. Exactly. I'm saying yes to all these things because <laughs> yes. I, my name is Cash, and I'm a sponsor for, for Cash, Cash and Rocket. Rocket. <laughs> and the way we set it up is kind of like how Mad Max is. They uh-huh. give me a guitar yeah. and a red jumpsuit, okay. and I play it like doof, <laughs> like the doof warrior. <laughs> the guy in, on the front of the yeah the in Mad Max bus? exactly, yeah, but it's for rich white ladies. Oh yes, of I course. Could, I yeah. honestly could see that that being a thing. You should you should start creating that as a thing because that I, I it is a thing. thing. Oh, it is a thing. I am it's cash a- <laughs> sponsoring <laughs> cash and rocket. Duh. I'm sorry. It's what the rich do. Ladies, start your engines. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a stupid thing. God. <laughs> I legit for a hot second thought you were going to tell me that they put cash in rockets. That would be more practical. That, that would actually thing. be a lot cooler. It would be a lot cooler, yeah. Except for these dumb fucking, can we call them? I'm going to call them what I think they are. Twats. <laughs> Driving across country, <laughs> wasting time, effort, and money with you fucking stupid skanks yeah, giving great. money to fucking people who need it. <laughs> In August 2018, one month after Epstein was found dead, Maxwell was spotted at an In-N-Out in here in, in Los Angeles. Which one? Do you, oh, there's only one it could have been. No, I think I think it was the uh, Valley one. Let me double check here. See, this is important. <laughs> was she near Hollywood High or was she near the Best Buy? The Sunset one. Let's see. Yeah, that's the Sunset one, Hollywood High. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know where it is, Lori. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Ken. I think this is the first time that I've genuinely felt bad about saying something, correcting Cash on something. I've genuinely been like, oh, I'm so sorry. I should never have doubted you, Cash. I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. She has, like, I, I mean, I'm sure that, you know, this is all from now that what we know about her, but she has resting molester face. Like, she has resting, like, I molest children face. Now that I see her. Yeah. She just looks mm-hmm. like she's planning. Like, this is what I'm going to do to you. Ugh. She looks like she gives a lot of up and downs. Oh, yeah. It looks like, yeah, it's the one off of the, it's the one across from that Italian place. Uh, oh. Down Ventura. Yeah. In the valley. That's uh, a good one. Yeah, right off the freeway. Some people, like, there's some, like, follow-up articles that came out later that say that it was staged somehow. But I'm not going to get into the details of that. And if you want to look it up, you can. While the picture was being taken, she was reading a book called The Book of Honor, The Secret Lives and Deaths of CIA Operatives. And so that ended up, like, shooting up in sales. Wow. After the picture was taken. Wow. Yeah. Influence. Hmm. Tara Mar. So she really was an influencer then. I, I never really, I didn't know about her until this whole Jeffrey Epstein thing came out. So I'm shocked that like people actually paid attention to what she was doing. Yeah. Yeah. She was a socialite. She was a big, big deal in, in those circles. It makes me not want to read it because it feels like, so like, like it was that part of it was staged. Like she's like, well, obviously someone's going to take my picture. So I have to appear mysterious. Yeah. You know, so she like picked this book, but she never really read it. No, I gu- I guarantee you. Know, the, author, the author's getting word from his aide, and he's like, "Dude, fucking book sales are up." Oh, he's like, oh no way! Do we need to make T-shirts? <laughs> well, yeah, because after then, the book, you always make T-shirts. Oh yeah, that's exactly what you do. <laughs> On July second, two thousand and twenty. Glenn Maxwell was arrested. Yay. Authorities had tracked her all over New England and found her new email address, which I don't feel would be very hard, and noted that she was ordering packages under a new name. What do you guys think the name was? Melaine Gaskwell. Close. <coughs> Are you serious? Yes. Andrew, it was, Andrew Lloyd Webber. It was G. Max. No. No. <laughs> No, G Max. Really? Yeah, yeah. The letter G and the last name Max. Two X's or one? One. Missed opportunity. Did I ever? Did I ever tell you guys that when I first started doing comedy, I tried to change my name, my stage name, to Rogie Camp. 
Aww. <laughs> <laughs> that would have stuck. Sorry, it never did. Oh, I would tell people and they would just go, no, I'm not going to call you that. Rogue. Well, you kept saying, you were like, hi, my name is Lorianne Roggenkamp, but you do. can call me Rogie would, Camp. That's exactly what I would do. I go, hi, I'm Lori Roggenkamp, but I would like you to call me Rogie Camp when I go on stage. And they'd be like, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> you should have just got up on stage and said exactly that. <laughs> but I'd like you to call me Rogie Camp when I go up on stage. <laughs> shit, I'm on stage. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Oh, it's already happened. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> Hindsight's twenty twenty. Jerry's still out. So she was arrested in Bradford, New Hampshire at 338 East Washington Road. Aw. She was hiding at... Yes. For GMAX. <laughs> for GMAX. Uh, she, don't feel too bad for her because she was hiding out in a four-bedroom house that sat on 156 acres of land. Oh, my mm. God. That she, that she had purchased for $1 million in cash and two in December of 2019. That was her hideout. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Ghislaine was charged in New York with four counts of sexual abuse of a minor and two counts of perjury. She was taken to the Metropolitan Detention Center in Brooklyn. She now has extra security measures in place following shakeups of prison staff after the Epstein scandal. They include always having a celly, and she's always being monitored. Upon hearing news of the arrest, Trump gave her his best by saying, I wish her well. Frankly, I've met her numerous times over the years, especially since I lived in Palm Beach, and I guess they lived in Palm Beach near me. <laughs> but I wish her well, whatever it is. I don't know the whole situation with Prince Andrew. Seems like a nice guy. Not as nice as me. I don't know where the chips lay, but I know that the chips lay with me, and I'm doing well. Liked by many. Not by all, but most. <laughs> he didn't say the last part. <laughs> I hope she goes to the in and out near Hollywood Eye. <laughs> that seems like the best one for her, right? Because I mean, the kids? Yeah. Fresh crop. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I'm sorry. Sounds like fun. She is. Bo both of you. Both of you today. <laughs> Who am I to judge? I've been saying raping little girls the whole time. Yeah, but you've Aww. been saying it in a technical way. Like, you're giving out information. Cash and I are just, yeah. like, being assholes. So, you know, there's a, there's a difference. What I said, I said with care. Yeah. I mean, it all of came, course, from, of course, it came of course. from love, you know. Oh, God. That's, that's what Maxwell said. Oh. G-Max. G-Max. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you got G Max sucker. She, oh man, she, that'd be great if she tried to like start a rap career. A hip, a hop, a hip to the hoppy. I'm G Max. She would do that She'd have that hair, yeah. that hair from the the photo shoot. She would do the bounce She's dance. Like, it's like the Humpty Hump. A hip, yeah. a hop, a hip. Hey, like call me G Max. That is my name. I'm going to be known in fame for molesting little girls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I can rap. She, she couldn't. G-Max has pled not guilty to the indictment. You know, it, it's kind of a sad, not sad. It's kind of a funny thing because if Jeffrey Epstein hadn't killed himself, Ghislaine Maxwell could have probably gotten away with killing herself. Like, it's almost like she's like, ugh, he took my thing. Like, mm -hmm. uh, she's like a cockroach, though. She's not gonna, she's not gonna go away that easy. Yeah. I don't think she would kill herself. Really? Oh, yeah. I think she would do it. I think she would do it. She's. I mean, you said in, like first episode that she's smearing shit on the walls, so she's trying. She's trying stuff. She's trying to get out. I don't think. Yeah, she's trying to get out. But yeah. if she kills herself, she's dead. She's trying to get out. Because if she gets out, she can just escape to any of the other two or three countries that she has citizenship in. Oh, yeah. And she also has a pilot's license, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and a submarine license. Not to mention, she's going to be in the next Cash and Rocket race. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, got, don't forget. She drops those smoking beats, so she'll probably be the music. They will never find her. We'll see. She'll go. We'll see what happens. <laughs> the indictment states that from 94 to 97... She assisted, facilitated, and contributed to Jeffrey Epstein's abuse of minor girls. 
by helping Epstein to recruit, groom, and abuse victims under the age of 18 and as young as 14. It has four counts of abusing and transporting minors for the purposes of criminal sexual activity and two counts of perjury. Now, new charges have been added, and now it names abuse of minor number four from 2001 to 2004. That's good. Yeah. That means that she has counts in the 90s and counts in the 2000s now. Wow, that's great. She has applied for bail and been denied three times. She has attempted to pay up to $28.9 million in bail and has offered to renounce her British and French citizenships. The last denial was on Monday, March 2nd. Judge Allison Nathan denied the request, citing that the defendant continues to have substantial international ties, familial and personal connections abroad, and substantial financial resources and experience evading detection. So, no. Yeah. Back in January, her digital hearing was accidentally, not accidentally, it was hacked, and accessed and broadcast to 14,000 QAnon believers on YouTube. So that's fun. <laughs> so there's a new motion now to that was granted to have her next hearing in person. Hmm. So she'll have to show up for that. And then today, today her family uh, launched realgizlane.com, which is a site that basically says that they believe she's not guilty and they support her in any way. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. And that's where we're at. She hasn't gone to court yet. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, this is one of those things where it's going to be like, a follow-up. There's, I, I have a feeling there's going to be more like bombshell stuff. That it's yeah. Gonna yeah, come. it's super fun. Yeah. Yeah. You did a hell of a job on this one. Yeah. Thank you. I watched you do it. It was a long you process. You did an amazing this job. This is pretty amazing. Thank you so much. Ah, you guys. This was. Thank you. This was amazing. I hope you guys enjoyed it out there too. Uh, we'll be back next week with no more sexual molestation. That's right. Well, let's not. It's like the end. Of, it's like the ending season of SVU. Yeah, and again, I'm only scratching the surface. Like this is only the Virginia Roberts indictment that we talked about in this episode. You know, there's at least like seven other women who have sued her, and those pu- those records are public too. So you can always take a look at those if you want to. Oh my gosh! <laughs> on her website, on that realgalane.com, they have resources, and one of the resources is "Guilt by Association" by from Alan Dershowitz. Yeah, yeah. So they keep claiming that her lawyers and Dershowitz keep claiming stuff like, "Oh, this is." They're calling it the Epstein effect, where they're like, they're like, "Oh, well, she's just like the scapegoat now because you wanted to get Epstein, but now he's dead." Yeah. I had Dershowitz is a real piece of shit. That's oh thing. yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, like <clears throat> I've had some opinions in the past where other people who have had those opinions, I've been like, well, if that person has that opinion, then I know it's wrong. Like that's how I know that opinion is bad and right. I should not have it. So you would think that if you were like, if Alan Dershowitz came out in support of you, you'd be like, Ooh, okay, I don't know. This is a good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Ugh. But that's why they were buddies for years. Yeah, like if Woody Allen comes to your defense, you're like, please do me a favor, don't say anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, no, no, yeah. no, stop, stop, stop. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> but I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta defend you. I'm your friend. No. no. <laughs> we are not friends. We're not. Jeremy Piven did that. Jeremy Piven came out, well, not that, but he came out and said that the reason why he was canceled was not the four women who came forward and said that they he he sexually assaulted them or that he was sexually inappropriate with them. It was the fact that his character Ari on Entourage was so such an asshole that people wanted to get to cancel Jeremy Piven. He was so good an actor that yes, that, that's why he was canceled. Yes, Jeremy, yeah. that's exactly right, oh honey. My God. That's exactly it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> jury's still out. His. <laughs> <laughs> His agent is just like popping ketamine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck 
Can, that's fine, honey. Yes. Mm. Say that. Say yeah. that. <laughs> and take a nap. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Maria. Thank you so much for doing all the research and reading all the terrible things. And thank you, Cash, for being <laughs> watching her do it and then also being here. He was so very supportive. <laughs> and uh, thank you to myself for not doing a goddamn thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lori. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, guys. Have a great night.